Hi and welcome to episode 26 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and I'm a wedding photographer too. Today I'm really excited to have the fab Dominique Shaw of York Place Studios with us. With a whopping 13 TIR awards under her belt, including six story awards, Dom has been in our top photographers of the year list for the past two years in a row. And alongside her brother Liam forms the inimitable duo that is York Place Studios. As well as this podcast episode today, we'll be having a Facebook Live with Dom within the next week or so too, where you'll be able to ask her anything about what you've heard her say in the episode today, or just any questions at all. Keep an eye out on our social media channels for the exact time and date for that. Stick with us today as Dom shares so much, including tips for getting into street photography, what it's like working with her brother, what makes her happy, how she built her style, her top tips for layering and shooting without flash, the story of one of her specific reportage awards, and so much more. Hey Dom, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Alan? I'm really good, yeah, thank you. Well, as, as good as can be expected, I guess, in this time. Yeah, how are you? How are you coping? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. Um, obviously, I haven't seen Liam for a while now, but um, we're talking every day on on kind of Zoom chats and stuff. Um, oh, you and, yeah, are, we're yeah, it's it's absolutely you know it's obviously tricky, but we're 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 lucky that um that we can deal with it and uh, and that everyone's safe and well and healthy, and that's the most important thing right now. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Same here. We're all we're all fine, bunkered down in um in Cornwall. How's it affected your weddings? Have you had many postponed? Well, we actually had a really quiet April, which was it was um it was by design because uh, we had a very busy March and February. So we decided to to basically take April off. Um, oh, no. So we uh, Liam was going to be going on holiday, and me and Matt were <laughs> we're going to spend the time gardening and staying at the house and barbecuing, <laughs> which is exactly what we've done, <laughs> which is a little bit random. That um, is random. That's worked out well, forced. though. <laughs> Oh yeah, it is, I guess. But that's kind of that's worked out well, though. That's pretty handy, I guess, in that way. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah. Um, but have you so have you not so have you had any of your summer ones yet postponed or anything? Or um, a few. Uh, we had a few in May and a few in June, but we've been able to just change the date, and it's not being too tricky. Whereas, you know, like if we if it'd been like April, you know, and we'd had a bunch of weddings in there, then that would have been, I think, more chaotic because mm. people would have been like, okay, like instant problems. Whereas we had a bit more time to kind of figure it out yeah that's true cool and your clients been okay with um with postponing and things I guess it's just it's scary for them as well for us isn't it I guess yeah absolutely yeah we were just talking to a couple today who want to book us for next year and we were like yeah we're this is what we've been doing because obviously people ask and it's like you know we're just moving the dates and communicating Mm. just treating people kindly and and how I'd want to be treated yeah i think yeah that's the way to do it isn't it is cool let's let's move on from that that massive elephant in the room but let's, <laughs> let's go <laughs> so you mentioned him already you're in business with your brother liam shaw of course which is pretty unique i think in our industry i don't actually know of any other brother and sister team in our industry what what is it like working with a sibling and yeah how did that come about yeah i don't think there is any other brother and sister teams that i can think of um no. well we started working together in 2006 uh so a long time. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty long time now. <laughs> uh, I was like um, 21 at the time, uh, and I just I just finished university uh, and I studied photography, and oh, okay. um, I got this opportunity to uh, buy the studio. And uh, Liam also was he's just he'd finished university a few years ago, and uh, we decided to go in it together, which was really cool. Um, and then we started off, and we were doing like 
portraits and anything really you know kind of what would pay the bills mm, yeah. uh, and we did jewelry we did uh like lots of like fine art like um not fine art like a lifestyle kind of you know uh products oh, okay <laughs> well anything that um that we could get our hands on really and um learn and and um figure out what we liked i guess and also pay the bills <laughs> and had you shot any weddings like individually before then before you teamed up together uh, I had. So I shot my first wedding when I was 16. Wow, that's mental. 16. Yeah, I shot a bunch actually, but I shot my first one when I was 16. Um, and, How did that uh, happen? How did you get a wedding at 16? Well, I, it was for a, it was for a friend um, and I shot it with black and white film. Wow, cool. Wow. And I did wow. it actually in a documentary kind of way. You know, that was sort of what was natural to me, what I enjoyed. And at 16, I I didn't have any kind of the baggage <laughs> of when I started again at 21, which is I know there's not that much of a gap in years, but like all of a sudden you started thinking about, oh, how am I going to pay the mortgage and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, whereas when I was 16, you know, I was living at home and I just thought this is how I'd like to shoot it. And I shot it in black and white film, shot it candidly, didn't pose anything. Oh, really? Wow. Good, natural. <laughs> That's cool. When, when, what year was that then? Oh, gosh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a quick man well a long time ago anyway wow yeah. and so and then you did some more weddings before teaming up with Liam then I mean did you really enjoy that first one wasn't it really scary at 16 I can't imagine it at 16 yeah I, I don't know I am um, I think even when I was 21 I just had this strong sense that it was going to be okay you know I just I was going to make it work um at 16 I was more what was it like? So it was like year 2000 or something. Yeah, I was more, it, I was just leaving school. So it was just fun, you know, it was just a fun thing to do. <laughs> Whereas when I was, um, when I was 21, I did feel, even though I was young, looking back, I had like a, I felt the responsibility of, of making a business work. But I just, yeah, I always just thought it was going to work out. I was going to make it work. I was well, just going to work hard and keep going. Well, you definitely made it work as well. You definitely made it work. Um, and so you said then as well, you actually studied photography, which uh, I mean, a lot of wedding photographers don't actually. Like I myself, I didn't as well. Did you find that really helpful actually studying photography? Did they teach you about the business side as well or is it? So, yeah. <laughs> so they didn't teach you about the business side. Um, so my whole family, uh, so Lee, um, obviously Liam, um, but my mom and my grandpa, they, they were, they weren't photographers, but they loved photography. So photography was just kind of in the family and we always used to take pictures. Um, so it was kind of an, it was easy decision to go to college and university to study it, but I didn't study commercial photography. I studied fine art photography. Okay. So I studied, you know, the photographers, <laughs> Martin Parr, Harry Gruyet, you know, Bruce Davidson. These are the people that I loved um, and that I would learn about. And we had like a history lessons of photography and we just sit and you talk about the, for like an hour or something. Uh, and we'd sit in our class and we just learn about one photographer, like a, like a lecture. It was so good. <laughs> that just sounds good. But then what about, what about nothing on the business side at all? Nothing on the business because I didn't think I was going to be a, a wedding photographer. You know, I wanted to be a photographer, but I thought I wanted to be a fine art photographer. You know, right, that was okay. I wanted to be one of the, one of those guys. And I didn't even when I was 21, I didn't really connect the dots that I could do fine art photography, you know, real photography at weddings. You know, I just right, thought okay. they were separate, like traditional photography and, you know, 
kind of um what I do now kind of <laughs> more photography photography which was fascinating but I just didn't see it like that I, I thought you know traditional pay the bills and that that was what people wanted I thought that's what I thought that's what the industry wanted. I thought that's what couples wanted. Um, and that's what we did for so years, did, in fact. Yeah. How did I was going to, and I was going to ask about that now, because now, you know, your style is, you know, is really quite unique with your kind of street photography influence and often deeply layered stories within single frames. You know, did that style, I mean, you mentioned how you shot your first wedding, you still shot it in a candid way, but did you have that kind of layered style back then? Or was it, was it something that appeared over time? How did it work for you two? Um, so I guess for kind of the, you know, when I was, when I, when I was 16, it's really difficult because when you're 16, like you're 16, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you're not thinking like of anything other than it's more instinctual, I guess. And my instinct was to shoot kind of documentary and candid when it came to making money. I thought, well, people are going to want the pose shots and, you know, the traditional shots of the bride and those kind of things. And then just slowly it was really it was a really slow progression Alan like really slow you know we just we just gradually started honing and figuring out what we really loved and Mm. I kind of went back to the start if you will because I already knew how I wanted to shoot I kind of just forgotten (laughs) you know in in kind of like the baggage of of like making money and paying bills and stuff Mm-hmm. I've forgotten that what I what I really really loved which was real photography and that those influences started to bleed back into our work you know first without using flash and then the kind of the layered street style kind of the humor all these things were already there I just I almost put them in a box and said right well that's you know that, that there's there's kind of the fine art photography and then there's the you know traditional and the traditional makes money and the fine art doesn't but mm. obviously that's not true at all but that was what we thought at the time and was there a certain point then like a certain maybe point in your career that I don't know you kind of really intrinsically started to know then that you could really do it in the way that you wanted to do it was there a proper turning point for you or was it was it just totally gradual then and suddenly you've you've come to this stage now I mean, it was, it was very gradual. There was just like little, uh, little kind of like, um, inspirational, like, oh, okay, that, that, that's something we could work with that, you know, and we were always talking. Um, so, um, back when we started the, the business, me and Liam, we lived in flats, um, above each other. I was in the top one and he was in the middle one. And oh, that's we used cool. to, <laughs> was like, um, worked away a lot. Yeah. Uh, and so we spent all our time just talking photography watching movies, discussing them, dissecting them, stopping in the middle of like the movie and saying, oh, what do you think of this? And could we do this? And does this, do you like this? You know, a lot of questions, so many questions. Like what, what did we like? Why? And I didn't even occur to me to, at first it was just wedding photography traditional. And then as the journey kind of went on and it was kind of a gradual, I was like, okay, what do I like? What do I like shooting? Um, and then it was about like, oh, can we actually do that at our wedding? <laughs> mm. Which And it was just all gradual, just tiny little like moments. I suppose one of the big moments like later on was like in 2016 when we got the Fujifilm X-Pro2, right. which was just, it just fitted kind of what we wanted to achieve. So we already knew what we wanted to achieve and we were trying to do it with the Canon, but it just wasn't working. And then when we got the Fuji X-Pro2, the, the way that it, it felt and the way that the images look just fitted in with the style that we wanted to create. Yeah, okay, cool. That's perfect. And are you still shooting with the Fujis now? 
We are, yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. um, oh yeah, because are you ambassadors? Are you ambassadors? Or? Yeah, yes, we're yeah. visual film ex-photographers, yeah. Nice, very nice. That's cool. So if you, you're not tempted to, to try those Sony things that everyone's trying? No, no. I mean, the, the Fujifilm cameras just really work for us. You know, they, 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 as soon as, I mean, I've been on a Fujifilm journey for quite a while. Like I had the X-T1 and um, I, Liam used to tell me off because I used to be at weddings and I'd be shooting more with that camera than with the Canon. And he'd be like, but there's no backup, Dom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? you know you've got to you've got to use the canon because it's got the backup and i was like yeah i know but it's just i don't feel it as much so it was quite amusing really that from from then from the xt1 i don't know what year that came out i was using it but it was only when the x pro 2 came out when it had the dual backup and it had other things as well like the evf i was like okay yeah this camera this camera works for us and i actually am we we bought two to take to cuba with us and then um, we did a wedding with it and i did it I think Liam had one and I had two and I just, I, I think I was calling the wedding and I just sent him a message saying, we've got to, we, you've got to go ch- just fully Fujifilm. Like that was it. <laughs> and we didn't look back because cool. all, all our pictures that worked in the way that we wanted to do were on, the, were on that camera. That's cool. That's great. That's worked really well for you guys. Uh, yeah, that's brilliant. Cool. Okay. Let's, let's change tack slightly. Let's change tack slightly, Dom. Um, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? What makes you happy? Oh, what makes me happy? I, you know, I love being at home. <laughs> yeah, that's so handy then. <laughs> yeah, like the, there was a reason why it was our chosen holiday destination. <laughs> I, cause, because um, we travel a lot and like I love our street photography trips. They're amazing. Um, and all the kind of some of the destination weddings we do, you know, we don't do as many as others, but when we do them, they're amazing. They're great. And we travel for talking and stuff. Great. But I do love home. I'm a homely person and I, I live in the countryside and yeah, barbecues, sun, all the things that I can do right now. I'm very grateful for, for that. Um, so I guess, yeah, that and, um, That's cool. and getting to be creative in some kind of form. They're the two things that make me the happiest. That's cool. Well, that's good. Yeah, I just need the sunshine now. I don't know where it is where you are, but it's, it's awful down here in Cornwall at the moment. Need some sun. Oh, really? It's really sunny. Is it? So, oh. We're having a barbecue after this. Are you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, if you weren't a wedding photographer, what would you do for a living? Oh, gosh. Well, I've always been a photographer of some sort. Um, like, I've never had a, a, a real job. I've always just had a <laughs> a hobby that got out of control. Um, <laughs> That's a good way of putting would... it. <laughs> <laughs> what would I do? Um, well, I'm, I love music. That's how myself and my husband met. Um, oh, is it? Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I sang and played the tenor sax. So, um, oh, really? Wow. Together. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Do you still do that then? No, I mean, I sing because I love to sing, you know, but um, but but I haven't got out the tenor sax in a long time. You know what? I may do. Yeah. I, mean, I, I won't have the right kind of mouth for it anymore, though, because you, you kind of hone kind of the skills of it. But uh, okay. but I could try again, definitely. Yeah, I want to see a viral video of you entertaining the whole street, Dom. I think that has got to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I only live in like a tiny row of houses, so it's all in the countryside. So I mainly be just, you know, the the pheasants would like it. Yeah, yeah the, the rabbits. <laughs> It'd be like a scene from Snow White with all the kind of the animals coming and singing with you or something. That could be. Oh, you got to do it. <laughs> Um, so let's go back to you just because it is you know because it is quite a unique 
kind of situation that to be in a business with your sibling I just find it very interesting because I know for a fact and I hope my sisters are not listening but there's no way I could be in a business with my sister at all um do you do you guys have like specific roles on the day itself do you have like specific roles in the business side of it as well or do you both just kind of do everything how do you how do you work it out um so I do the culling uh um, and the admin and Liam does the editing uh, and sort of between, I, I think Liam generates um, lots of ideas and then we'll talk about them uh, because I think it's just how it kind of works with the role. It's not like roles decided. It's just sort of, we've been doing that for so long. We used to call together and we used to edit together. Um, you know, when I told you about us living in the, the flats above each other, like we do all that process together because I think we needed to learn things about the call, you know, like, okay, what do we like about this? What did we, what could we have done better? And the same with the editing, you know, for we were sort of obsessed with one point about how um, images looked and we wanted a timeless feel. We didn't want it to age. And we noticed that like the trends went in and out. So we were we were really like focused on that. Whereas now we're happy with kind of the style that, you know, the edit and the call. Um, we don't live together anymore. I think if we lived in the same town, we'd probably work in the studio still. Um, and then we would discuss edits and calls together. But we don't need to. And if there's right. a if we have to discuss something, which sometimes we do, uh, then we'll just do it through Zoom, which works. That's handy. Anyway. Yeah, that's good. Oh man, but it feels to me like you've got the short straw there doing the call. I hate the call. I hate the call so much. Do you not mind it? No. <laughs> Some people, you can say that to him when you do his interview. <laughs> got the, yeah. You got the good one. Um, I don't mind. I do enjoy it, and um, there is a real satisfaction looking through and finding, particularly with layering finding the, the very best image because right. you know just because it's layered doesn't mean that it works there has to be you know a lot of other things it's got to have a moment or humor or story you know so it's it it's quite a satisfying um process actually oh that's cool okay and you call both so both yours and liam's images yeah i do man that must be a fair few to go through as well yeah it is i mean it's we don't do that many weddings, so it's not like, you see, when we first started as well, um, or at least when we got ourselves established, we were doing like, you know, 46 to 52 weddings. And wow. in those days, you know, we didn't shoot as much, but um, we, uh, yeah, there was a lot to go through and it was very difficult to manage. Whereas mm. one of our decisions, because um, when we've been going for, I don't know, since it was like, I think it was 2014, when we were like, you know what? things are getting a little bit monotonous we need to try and take we want to we want to be in this business like for the long haul you know we want to be we don't want to be burning out we don't want to get bored or get disinterested so we had to kind of find ways um and one of the ways was through street photography and street photography taught us you know new techniques that we could then implement in weddings but it was all about like how how do we how do we maintain longevity in this job because yeah, because it evolves and changes and you can't take anything for granted. No, that's so important, isn't it? Yeah, it's so important. I think about the future. And for me personally, actually making it more interesting for me was a change in camera system when I changed from Cody. Can Coney. <laughs> it's, like <a> mix <laughs> Coney. Of <laughs> it's a hybrid system that no one uses. It's unique. Um, yeah, no, when I changed from Canon to Sony, that was one reason for me just to kind of reinvigorate my love for it, really. And that actually, that was a, yeah, that really helped. So your street photography influences, though, did that, did you both... Were you into street photography just as a hobby, like whilst you were doing your weddings or did you, 
yeah how did that come about did you think I wanted to get some different inspiration so you looked to street photography or was it again just quite natural well it was I guess it was natural because I'd spent a long time at university studying different photographers and I loved all their work and there was like a big library in my university and I would go and I would just look at all the photography books and it was amazing um and I, I love Martin Parr and I'd just go through all the books and that and there was a huge collection so and that was sort of always quite natural but then doing the street photography itself I think it, it was one of my assignments at university was to do street photography uh <laughs> which was which was really fun but it wasn't the kind of street photography I would do now it was very much about reflections and you know it was more basic but I was okay. starting out and you know there was I remember one of my tutors saying like oh one time you'll be you know you won't be thinking about apertures and and shutter speeds it will just come naturally and I was like yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but, but eventually after you know periods of time it does become extinctual and you do just start believing how you shoot is right for you mm. and trust in yourself trust in how you shoot and yeah street photography uh it was Liam actually who started it up again because um his um his partner she uh she goes to lots of different kind of um uh conferences abroad and he started going with her and just taking his camera and shooting it and oh, okay. it was like working really well and uh he, and then we started putting them on our blog um and some of our couples were like booking us because of those pictures uh that's um, very cool like, huh that's interesting um, we were like, they'd prefer that than our uh, wedding work. <laughs> so we just started doing it together um, more and more. Um, and when we went to Cuba, I think that was a big trip for us in terms of that was when we started using the Fujifilm X-Pro2. So that was kind of like the the, the camera was, uh, it, it was, I think it's really interesting on street trips as well, or just taking street photography in general, is you can experiment um, with things that you wouldn't do at weddings because okay. at weddings you've got you know you can't not get something mm. whereas you can just practice and play with something that like a, a lens or a camera system or a, a style you know the, there's things that you can just play with out mm. you know it's like a playground street photography <laughs> you can just go out and play and see That's what cool. works did you were you scared doing it at first like was it because I've never done street photography actually and I, I know maybe a lot of people listening will be interested in doing it but maybe you know a bit nervous do you have any kind of tips for people that maybe are a bit nervous smile oh really smile, yeah. smile. um just be really open and uh if anyone did ask show them the picture you know like just being mm. be kind be gentle be nice these are the things that um are really important to me and Liam you know and um we would never want someone to feel uncomfortable having their picture taken you know so mm. that, and I, yeah. I guess that same advice carries across to the way you shoot at weddings as well I guess it's similar yeah I do think that if you're a very in tune with your emotions kind of and um, that definitely shows in your photography because you're um very empathetic so yeah I would say I would say that kind of person works very well on the street but it depends on what kind of street photography you want to take because there's so many different types it's <laughs> there's tons you know I mean for me and Liam personally we uh we like things that are about human behavior um and honest kind of real imagery mm. uh but other people are like really you know into kind of just working with shadows and light which um which we play with but we always want to have like a a human element 
really that kind of ties it together mm. well that's cool and it's like weddings kind of perfect for that as well aren't they they're all about the people all about the, the human touch and uh, relationships oh yeah I, I mean I love street photography but weddings is so I love 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 like I, I'm, I'm missing it <laughs> oh yeah they it, weddings pay a bit better than street photography as well they do but it's, <laughs> it's never about the money for myself no. and me. we've never um chosen anything in our career that was kind of based on money because we always want it to be about things that work for us so kind of our either our happiness or happiness of our couples you know so we've never chosen to do anything for the money um and it just makes us happy that way yeah oh that's the best way to just go through life isn't it it really it really is um on the day itself do you have like do you have set roles where does one of you do bride prep the other does groom prep or do you mix that up or yeah, I always do. Yeah, it's interesting. I always do bridal prep and Liam always does green prep. Um, okay. There's been occasions where I've, maybe we've swapped for for a reason, but that's that's what we do. Um, but th- we right. could easily swap it if we wanted to. And do you like, does, do you still, I, I don't, do you still do if, if couples want, you know, you know, like certain, if they want a few group shots, do you still do those at, at your weddings? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the bride and groom, they are, <laughs> if they want anything on the day, then they're absolutely not a problem because I want them to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, we'll take anything that they'd like. Uh, because there's two of us as well, it doesn't like really affect the documentary, which is really nice. So I tend to do the groups. Okay. I know some of my favorite like documentary moments have happened during the groups. Mm, um, and that, and that leaves Liam free to do the reportage, um, kind of, throughout that and so I, I there's never like a break in the proceedings which is really nice actually mm. oh that's cool that works out really well yeah that's great do you you know because you are brother and sister do you ever ever have like any kind of like massive screaming shouting arguments at each other I love that you keep asking this you're like oh, no. you can't just get along <laughs> no you guys it's not possible <laughs> <laughs> no we um we are sickeningly <laughs> we are sickeningly very um very in tune with each other uh we don't shout or argue we uh, agree on everything to do with our business as well we are so lucky we didn't really consider it until um until like later on when people started saying to us like oh but you agree on everything but it's like yeah yeah we do and um we always say if we're looking at imagery and if one person um if both people aren't that sure about the picture it means it's not that good like you know what I mean so we never argue over imagery we never argue over our business we always agree on the direction it's going to go as well which is which really helps yeah it really does you that's, know? Quite, that's, that's quite amazing really I mean not even just as brother and sister this is any two people in life to have that kind of um that kind of oh what's the word I can't think of the word but you, you're totally kind of almost as one then really in, in everything it's awesome yeah, it is really unusual. I mean, again, I didn't really think about it until until people started asking me. But it's true, like because our, you know, I was twenty one when we started. You know, my my decision of how we were going to start shooting, you know, it could have varied really differently to Liam's. You know, he could have been like, I want to do documentary, and I could have been like, I really want to do the portraits, and yeah. you know, that could have actually been a really interesting development as well. You know, having mm, someone who's mm-hmm. passionately about one thing and one of the other. But as it is, we're incredibly in tune with each other yeah that's awesome that is very very cool very cool um and is your your studio that you got originally was that on a street called york place yeah we still have it oh that's cool okay so i get where you get the name from i get it i get it 
Yeah, so it's in Scarborough. Um, okay. uh, we literally had a couple asking us this today. They were like, so where are you based? <laughs> Not in York. <laughs> it's like, no, the street in Scarborough is called York Place. Um, and the, the studio is called York Place Studios. Very cool. Yeah. Are you still, are, do you still use the studios for other kind of work? Do you, have you do, because you run workshops as well. Do you do your workshop there? Sometimes you do workshops there. Um, Fujifilm have done a few workshops there recently, which is nice. Uh, cool. But we've also done workshops at other places as well, because <laughs> yeah, we're not based in Scarborough anymore. Um, obviously, I'm 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 in uh, Broughton, which is near Malton, New York, kind of area, and okay. Liam's in Gateshead. Uh, oh, so right, okay. we don't go to the studio every day anymore. Uh, but we still own it. We still love it. And um, yeah, we we do some of our workshops there. That's cool. And talking of workshops, you are going to be speaking at Doc Day next year. Next, is it March? It's March, isn't it? I think it's March. I like the plug. Yeah. I know. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. Um, yeah, well, I'm really super. excited about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, last year's event was great. It's going to be awesome to have you there. Um, and so a great lineup of speakers as well. And it's going to be it's, it's exciting. That's it's be. an amazing lineup of speakers. Yeah. I, I, oh, oh, man, I can't wait just to be, you know, we'll be allowed out the house. No, no, fingers crossed anyway. Fingers oh, I crossed. hope so. Yeah. I was, I was saying to a couple, like, I think that um, people are going to be so excited to just party, you know? Mm, so an, true. And, like, and hug. Oh, I miss hugging. Oh, yeah. All those hugs that we photograph, like, week in, week out. And it's weird, isn't that? That's not happening at the moment. Yeah, we've been going through our work from years and years and years, just looking through our images, um, which is really fun. And it's a great way of, like, seeing if there's anything that you didn't, see the first time round, you know, like looking at it with fresh eyes, you're like, That's Oh, cool. um, that actually was an image that I should have, should have had in our portfolio. Uh, mm. so it's a really good process. Uh, and also it just, yeah, all the hugs and all the little moments. I miss them. I really do. Oh yeah. How do you think, what, what are your thoughts on what's going to happen? You know, some people are thinking that weddings are going to be a lot smaller affairs and there's other trains of thoughts where people are thinking, you know, that it's going to be a time where, you know, they've been in lockdown for so long, they want to have as big a kind of parties as possible. How do you think it's going to go? Gosh, I don't know. And it's oh. evolving and changing so fast. Mm. I, I wouldn't even, I won't, I really don't, I'm really not sure. I mean, I think at first there will be smaller groups. Some of my weddings that are in kind of like August are saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're hoping to go ahead, but with, you know, less people. And we did a wedding just before the, the lockdown, uh, oh, really? which was the 20th of March, I think. Oh, um, wow. And uh, and that was a lot smaller of an event, but it still happened. And, um, and it was still absolutely lovely. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like... It didn't matter that there was less people. All the people that they really loved were there. And my wedding was small. I think I only had 30 people. But oh, okay, it didn't yeah. matter at all. Yeah, no, it's so true. I was going to ask you about that as well, actually, with smaller weddings. Because um, I think the, the videography arm of your Play Studios is, I think, is, is your other brother, Alex, and your husband, Matt? That's that right, yeah. Yeah. The so family if you're, there. Yeah, if you're all shooting a wedding together, do your family sometimes like, outnumber the bride or groom's family? <laughs> we don't shoot that many weddings all four of us together anymore because um we tend to just do one like either matt or alex um but yeah it, it the, the um the guests are always like you're all family you know <laughs> which is really nice do you have your own like kind of table do they give you a proper table at the wedding breakfast <laughs> sometimes we do <laughs> oh i think that's so cool that is so nice and, and so I mean, how did that happen as well? Was that just a natural extension of you doing weddings and um, I guess your husband was into the video side and your brother? And yeah, I guess it was just a natural thing. 
Yeah, it was. Um, so um, Matt, uh, my husband, was uh, he was a lighting and sound designer, uh, and he he was just wanting to, to look at something else, I mean, more a, a different creative field. And we could see that video was going to be um, quite big in the industry. This was quite a lot of years ago now, at least six. Um, and we were like, well, we didn't want to start doing video. We wanted to keep, we love photography. Um, but we were like, there is definitely a, a gap in the market here. Um, if you guys are interested, uh, and they started to come along to weddings and they love it. And they do, they do a lot on their own as well. Um, and we do some together. Oh, that's cool. That's great. And do you have, do you have any tips in general for working working with videographers do you don't i guess you don't mind working with videographers i guess you have to say that though in case your husband and brother are listening (laughs) um i think just communication is the most important thing just you know and being nice and talking and friendly uh, um that's the most important thing and normally you know we're when we're doing kind of the reception we're looking for different moments anyway so it's not an issue cool yeah Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's so rare for me to work with a videographer. I think it's only about, I don't know, three or four percent of my weddings have a videographer. It's just quite rare, I find. Yeah, we haven't got that many. Um, a few with the boys uh, or with one of them, but uh, mostly we've got them on our own. Right. Yeah. Do you ever shoot as as a side issue? Do you ever shoot weddings solo? You know, you on your own and Liam on his own or? Uh, we could, uh, and we haven't done in the past, but it's not something that we, you know, you can always make twice as much money if you did that, but it's not about money for us. Mm, <laughs> so, that's so cool. For us, we just prefer working together. We, we, we the, the, the process we enjoy, you know, after the wedding, we'll kind of like talk about it and like, oh, what could we have done better? Da, 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 you know, what, mm. what we can we improve on? Like we're always chatting and discussing and figuring things out and, and, you know, during the the food break you know where everyone's having um dinner Liam might show me an image or I might show him an image and that'll get us really revved up and excited for the next part so it's just a it's just a great atmosphere and and feel to have you know I I just I don't mind doing them on my own but I just love working with Liam so why would I you know. Yeah, no, definitely. It's so I just, it's so cool to hear, and you can hear it in your voice. And obviously, I've been lucky to met you in the flesh a few times as well. You just how much you both just love photography. It's like in your blood. You just love it, which is so awesome to hear. I just, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I know we really, really do. Like it's <laughs> it, it's just. I just love being creative. I'm so mm-hmm. fortunate that I get like couples that wanna. That are like on board with our style and invested in it you know like that's that's the best thing for me you know creating images for our couples that they just that they they couldn't imagine you know we mm. we want to exceed their imaginations you know that's that that's what we want to do we want to cool. kind of push, and you do i'm sure my push the boundaries of what they expect <laughs> yeah no that's awesome and then you touched upon it earlier i think how some of your clients kind of mentioned your street photography work. So I, I imagine that must be quite often with your clients. They must really be people who, um, you know, really understand photography, really, I guess. So are, they, are, they, are they often kind of artistic, kind of creative people? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much exclusively, actually. Mm-hmm. Either writers or artists or photographers or wedding photographers or, um, yeah, directors, like every form of creativity, the people we're talking today, uh, they, uh, they, they uh, had a restaurant, you know, but it was a creative restaurant, you know, they were talking about it and, um, oh, that's cool. 
they were mentioned they were like oh we like your we love your works of like martin parr and you know they were telling us about what they loved about our photography and i was just sitting back going wow that's pretty amazing that's very cool yeah that's very cool do you have a favorite just to go on to a technical thing i don't often talk about technical stuff on the on the podcast but do you have a favorite kind of lens or favorite focal length uh the 23 1.4 definitely okay. i had to do something recently where i was like if you were if you had your favorite lens and camera what would it be and it was the x-pro2 and then the 23 1.4 because it's just it's just the one that's constantly being used for us you know it's 95 percent of our images are taken on it and i just uh, um, okay. i just love the vocal length that's do you find that helps with your kind of layering so do you have any tips because obviously a big aspect of your work is the layering and i think a lot of people kind of aspire to that do you have any tips for kind of for layering yeah, it's about looking for balance, you know, well, it is for us anyway, like, we're looking so like, if you could draw like a, like a round all the people, you know, so there's like, there's no like heads on heads or uh, like arms sticking out. Now, some people that's that's the style that they choose. But um, myself and Liam have like a set of rules that we um, adhere to that we always use to keep ourselves consistent. Um, and it, it, what we what we want to to give kind of a style for and one of them is kind of like cleaning up images so if an image has like like a like a hand coming out of a back and it doesn't and it looks wrong you know what I mean mm. or a head on head and it looks untidy then it doesn't get included so we're quite uh, that, must, that must take a lot of time and, and effort uh, so that, I think that's really cool how you must be specifically you know getting that composition and movement and waiting I guess it's a combination of all those kind of elements yeah we're more kind of like uh hunters on the wedding day as opposed to kind of like yeah we like hunt down composition as opposed to wait for things because weddings are so fast moving mm. <laughs> so it's better to kind of hunt it down uh, but yeah for, for us like the, the set of rules is is really important I think as if you're a duo it is important to kind of have an agreed set of rules or you know just so that everyone knows on the same page mm. no that's true yeah I get and, and just why I think about it when you're both so similar again does that mean you both order the same uh, meal at McDonald's after a wedding <laughs> yeah we do oh do you really do yeah. you? <laughs> I mean I can't have bread so oh, okay. um because I'm uh, gluten-free oh, okay. uh but uh but I still have the burger uh quarter pounder with cheese nice, uh, nice. and just well, without a bread yeah, yeah we are similar actually we like the same uh movies most yeah yeah we do the same sense of humor as well i think you know as we were brother and sister we we saw the same tv shows children's <laughs> tv shows when we were younger and um yeah are we like the same stuff are you sure you're not twins you're not twins it's like magically <laughs> years apart. <laughs> <laughs> no but we are very twinny in that way yeah that's cool um Let's talk about can we talk about one of your specific uh, reportage awards. Um, okay. The one that features like two boys looking at a phone or it looks like maybe it's a phone or a console. And, and behind them is a TV character uh, in the background, which is. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the, the character appears to be looking at their screen. Um, I think it's a character from Paw Patrol, actually, isn't it? I think it is. Um, but yeah, can you tell us about that? I mean, are you always looking for, for that? Are you always looking for those kind of opportunities? How did that specific image happen? Yeah, we are always looking for those kind of moments. You know, that's what we really drives us and what we get excited by on the wedding day. Uh, in this particular instant, uh, it was a bridal prep, uh, but everyone had gone up to kind of shower like there wasn't anything else going on apart from these two children uh, looking at, yeah, I think it's a console. Uh, oh, okay. 
and um they were they were just they were just that was all that was going on really they were just there in the room and it was uh it was quite quite a dark room as i recall um and kind of messy it was like a children's room it was like the children's room next to the the bridal prep room uh and i went in there and they were obviously doing that and i saw the tv was on and i always try and see if i can connect them in some way connect the tv and the and the children or whoever is in the frame um the key character to it uh, and in this instant uh yeah it, i think it is paw patrol <laughs> yeah i <laughs> think it is yeah. and the little character sort of leaning in and looking uh, at the children's console which i thought was really amusing and i just waited and watched that was actually definitely one of those kind of waiting moments because uh i had time it was bridal prep uh and it wasn't like there was anything else going on so i was like okay let's 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 just wait and see what happens on this tv and i didn't wait that long actually uh but what i love about that image is that someone else is taking a picture of that character the tv character in it He's, oh really see? as well yeah there's like you know there's a macro and there's a landscape and someone is taking a photograph of the character so there's sort of someone's taking a picture of the character and then i'm taking a picture of the character and the children Man, that's that is postmodern inception stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a proper cool capture anyway. And if people are listening to this, you know, whilst doing their one bit of daily exercise or something, then check it out in the post on this reportage.com and you'll see the image as well. No, it's a great image. And I guess, I mean, personally, for me, one of the things that I love about weddings, I think it's similar for you, is that, you know, we don't just focus on the big moments. It is all these kind of little moments which are, you know, almost just as important, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, they're the ones, because like the big moments, they shout out to you, you know, they, they please photograph me, you know, like, yeah. you know, the speeches and the, the couldn't, they're going to happen, you're going to photograph them, they're, they're going to happen. But like the little moments, the kind of the, the ones that kind of whisper, they're the ones that, um, that are, are more difficult to see. But they're so rewarding when you do get them, because you're like, oh, I, I, I was listening, I was thinking, I was I was in tune enough to get a moment that wasn't one of the big ones. It wasn't like the confetti throwing, you know, it was something much smaller than that. And I find that very satisfying. Mm, that's cool. Totally agree. Totally agree. And do you think, I know, I know what I think, but do you think documentary wedding photography is art? Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah definitely. I do too. I do too. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I mean, being a wedding photographer is so difficult. You know, I have such respect for people who do this job, you know, because there's, we have to be uh, good at so many different things, so many different facets, you know, we have to be good at. So, yeah, I have massive respect for anyone who's doing this job. Um, and also, it's just such a great job, you know photographing documentary particularly it's just fun you know it's just seeing these little moments and capturing them and giving people images of their wedding day I mean I, honestly I don't think there's a better job <laughs> no I'm with you I agree it's awesome <laughs> it is awesome it's awesome um have you have you made any memorable mistakes ever memorable mistakes hmm that's a tricky one. That's good. It's good that it's a tricky one. That means nothing major is, is coming straight to your mind. It's Memorable probably for the mistakes. Best. I mean, I can think of bizarre things that have happened at weddings that like were wonderful, uh, which was uh, once, this is a random story and it's not, it's not a memorable mistake, but it's still really cool. So <laughs> okay, I'm going with it. I like, yeah, you go for it. Uh, it's, um, there was a bride quite a few years ago now uh, and 
her she'd lost she'd, her um her grandma had passed away okay and uh she'd always said that uh that her grandma loved butterflies and and that her grandma um and so she had like a theme of butterflies on her wedding day to like oh. like to you know yeah, to to right. keep her grandma spirit you know part of the wedding mm-hmm. anyway um she was uh they were doing the dress up the bride was having a, a dress up and um she put her foot into the into the dress and a butterfly flew out oh wow that's mental it was pretty crazy yeah, yeah. and then everyone started crying oh yeah. because they were just like oh grandma's here it was really lovely it was really 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 lovely oh man that's giving me like little goosebumps so that's, that's, that's it's is a lovely. really nice story isn't it but it's yeah. not a mistake but it, it was something that came to mind where i was like that was an unusual element that like you know that's the thing about weddings you know you never know what's going to happen no that's so true and your, your story is so much lovelier than mine about the drunk bride who lay down over the cold buffet in the evening for a photo <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> um what's so what you touched upon earlier as well about and it's just one element of your work is that um a conscious decision that you don't use flash um any tips for people who would also like to do that you know who don't like using flash but are just about, about nervous uh, are nervous about doing so yeah, I mean, it's way easier than it used to be. Um, when we first started doing it, we were doing it with like uh, the Canon 5D, I believe. Uh, okay. And it was it was a lot trickier then because ISO yeah. levels, I think, well, like highest was the 1600 or so. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a lot more difficult. So now it, it is easier. I mean, I would say the for the dance floor, Try and find something to focus on that, you know, because it's quite difficult to focus on eyes in the dark. So focus on something like a collar, you know, something that kind of that you can focus on. that's on the same like uh, plane, but will ensure that, you know, that you get it in focus. Are you like manually focusing at that time or? Sometimes, not often. Um, We basically shoot it like, I guess it's flash, you know, and we look to the light. Right. um, and there is always some light because otherwise everyone would be in the dark. Literally. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> like, have you ever eaten at that restaurant in um, London? Like, what's it called, Don Le Noir or something? Where it's where it's pitch black. No. Oh, is that cool. really a thing? It is. It's in that film about Time's Up, but I've been to it. It's, it's one in, I think it's in Farringdon or, mm, I don't know. I think they've got a couple, but yeah. And you're led in by like blind waiters and things. And you eat, you don't know what you're eating as well. So you're eating the whole meal in the total pitch black. And then afterwards you kind of guess what you were eating. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Mm, that's, you should do I mean, it. That wouldn't be good for a celiac. Like. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have to say like, oh no, gluten free, please. Yeah, be, so that be, ruins the surprise a little bit, but yeah, I be Ill. you're going to be very sick now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, now, beforehand, you can pick from like um, a vegetarian meal or like a mixed meat meal or whatever. So it's like a general guideline, but they don't tell you the exact things that you're eating. But wow. anyway, I yeah. have never that that now that is that it would be tricky. <laughs> It is an experience, like even trying to pour your own wine in the pitch black, you know, it's, um, yeah. Whoa, I bet they get through like their cloths constantly. (laughs) I bet they're like black or something or horrible, you know, like, well, no one can see them anyway. That's so true. Yeah. Really cheap decor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I totally went off that tangent. Um, yeah, it was just because you were talking about, there's got to be a bit of light when you're shooting on the dance floor. Yeah. So I guess it's always a bit of available light. Yeah, absolutely. There is. Um, I mean, we've shot like weddings, uh, ceremonies 
by candlelight, but there's always a light source, you know. And with the Fujifilm camera, it's got an APS-C sensor, which means, you know, it's it's a crop sensor, which which is a really it's an advantage for us because it means that more things are in focus on the plane. Right, so right, right, that right. that works. So like for some people, obviously that's a disadvantage, but for us, it's a massive advantage, an APS-C sensor and one that we really love. <laughs> No, that's cool. And it obviously works so well for you as well. And I think a lot of people saw the quality of your low light work as well when you photographed the first Nine Dots Gathering um, conference and the partying images. I mean, there was hardly any light there. And the images you got were just awesome. Um, it was so funny because there was loads of light there. Like everyone was, everyone said to us like, oh, you're going to struggle. And we were like, no, 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 this is, this is good light. This is good. <laughs> This is fine. We can work with this. <laughs> that would have scared so many people, though. A lot of people would have wanted to lit it up with about four flashes. Really? No, we loved it. I mean, oh, man, the atmosphere, though, you know, without using flash. I mean, it really felt like that's what it looked like. I mean, one of the reasons why we don't use flash uh, is that there's two of us and we wanted to have everything consistent, you know, and we also wanted it to be like our street work as well. And so we've chosen to have nothing with flash and then therefore everything like we can put street images into our like our Instagram feed, for instance, and they look the same, you know. Oh, so mm. Do you talk to clients beforehand about like kind of like why you don't use flash or I mean, do you talk about that kind of technical stuff beforehand or not? Um, sometimes if they ask, but most people, they don't tend to book us for like the like they used to. Like, so there's been like transitions in our career and, and one of them was that we didn't use flash and then it was that we didn't do portraits or, you know, it's not, although we would and do, it's not like it's um, a big selling point uh, and we don't show them at all. Uh, same with groups. So people don't want that kind of style. And now it's more that people like the, like the street style wedding photography, um, which means that people book us for our reception photographs, not as much for our dance floor work. Right. So, okay. you know, it, it is definitely... For some couples of ours, that's still like a uh, something that they choose to go for. But mostly now, it's be, it's because of our reception and our kind of our street style work. Right. Okay. Cool. And you touch. You mentioned earlier as well how you've shot weddings of fellow wedding photographers. Um, have you done that a few times now? Do you is that do you find them more exciting or is it scarier? Uh, it's it's the same really. I mean, really? It, like a, a lot most of our couples uh, are um, really creative, you know, as I was saying, like they're directors, you know, so uh, you kind of get used to that sort of level of, of like bringing it, you know, and we want to for each couple, you know, I get, I don't get nervous because um, I know I'm going to just shoot how I see the world and I, I can't change how I'm going to see the world. If I used to get quite nervous because I was like, you know, oh, I, I can't do photographs like ex photographer, you know, and but now I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to shoot how I shoot, which is the same as Liam, which is really advantage advantageous <laughs> and do that kind of style and that they love it and we love it. And it just makes you feel not nervous. It makes you feel comfortable and, and, and eager. That is so cool. That is such a cool, great way to look at it. And I read, I need to, I need to feel like that. I really do. I really <laughs> wish I did. I need to, I really need to. Well, it takes time. I mean, how long have you been shooting? Oh, this would be, well, would be, I think like my seventh or eighth year now. So I'm, I'm not that new. No, but it does. I mean, I would say it at least took five, six years for us to feel like truly comfortable. And, you know, it's only since like 2015 that we, we, were, we were feeling like, that, that. okay, this is the kind of style. And it's really only since like 20. 
2017, 2017, when we took the graveyard picture. Oh, yeah. That was, you know, that was 2016. So, yeah, that kind of, that time when we started to feel more comfortable in, in our, um, in our own photography skin, if you like, and like, this mm. is, this is how we shoot. This is what we love. Um, and just embraced it, went all in. Mm. No, that's cool. I think, that, I think that's really great advice as well for anyone listening. Um, and talking of advice, um, you were one of our first ever judges. You were for a judge on the very first collection uh, of Repertoire. So oh, I was, th- yeah. Yeah, thank you again for that because you trusted in me for you know making this thing before you even knew what it was. You you agreed to be a judge, which is I'll always be really thankful for. Um, oh, pleasure. It was it was a it was easy decision. Oh, well, thank you. It was a big deal. It was a big deal to have you as a judge. Thank you. Um, and you've won loads of awards yourself, and obviously you've been a judge. Do you have any tips for submitting, you know, as a judge and a, and a multi-winner yourself? Tips? Yeah. I mean... I know it's a big subject. I, for me, uh, I try and choose images that I really love. And therefore, mm. if they win, I'm delighted. And if they don't win, I'm like, well, I love them. So, so I feel really comfortable with that, you know, I would never want to choose an image thinking, oh, well, this is an award winning image, whatever that really means. You know, I, I would rather have an image that I love and that that fits our brand, that fits our style, because otherwise you can get known for an image that doesn't fit your 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 style, your brand, what you're trying to achieve. And that can really confuse the message between your couples and in between photographers as well who follow you. Mm, that's so true. Yeah, and that's a really good idea. Anything for stories specifically? Because you've won, you've won loads of stories. I think you've won like six story awards or something, which is amazing. Um, any specific thoughts on them? I remember when you were looking at the stories yourself as a judge, you know, what were you kind of looking for? I mean, I was looking for interesting frames for each part of the day, you know, and something that would either move me in some way, you know, either it was funny, you know, I had to feel something. It didn't have to be funny, but it, or emotional, but it had to be something that made me go, oh, that I can, that makes me feel something mm. that gives me a, like a, an end. It feels like, it feels that image. Yeah. Just because it's so subjective. You know, so (laughs) everyone's opinion on this is going to be so different. But for Mm. me, it has to be something that compositionally is sound, um, that um, has story, moment, light, potentially, you know. But actually, it's all about the feel. The feel is the most important thing for me. And that is why every time you, you can... You can put a, you can put an, uh, an image in like four times, but it won't win, and then someone else will feel it the same way you feel it, and then it'll win. Mm, so, so true. Mm. I, I yeah. wouldn't worry. I would just choose what feels right for you. Um, and yeah, composition, compositionally interesting, is something that I always enjoy. That's cool. Cool. Great. Thank you. That's awesome. Let's let's I need time for a couple more questions. I think this has flown by as well. It has really flown quickly. By, yeah. yeah. Um, what are you afraid of, Dom? Afraid of? Wow. Mm. I know. I'm afraid a, of. A penultimate, very light question there. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, that's so, wow. Um, that's a tough one. What am I afraid of? Um, you're fearless. You're fearless, Dom. It's good. And oh, I'm not fearless. <laughs> uh, I am, I'm definitely, uh, I mean, when I was younger, I was much more fearless. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, no. 
I think when I was 21, honestly, I was just like, yeah, this business is going to work. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, that, um, but that's a really, that's, that's a, co- a great mindset to have though, isn't it? And you've achieved, you know, partly because of that mindset though as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. Um, but fearless. Um, but sorry, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? Me asking a silly question like that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I've always tried to, to overcome fears you know and like I mean I'm not I, I heights I'm there's nothing I'm like afraid of afraid of I'm like I don't really like heights that much but at the same time I'll still you know go still up, go on roller coasters and things yeah I'll still go and t- I don't really like roller coasters okay really I'm, I'm not afraid of them but I'm, I'm also not that fond of them <laughs> oh really just not keen no no I'm not that keen on on that um, but in terms of something that I'm truly afraid of. What about kind of big things? Like, do you ever fear for the kind of future and just if you'll be shooting weddings in 15 years time or anything? Um, no, not really. I mean, we've been, I mean, we've been going a long time now and we're just trying to adapt and change and evolve. Um, and just, we'll just make it work, you know? Um, mm. I guess that's the similar kind of 21 year old Dom's kind of expression on it but it's true it's like well we you know we'll make it work because well we have to yeah oh I'd say I think that's such a great attitude it's just the best attitude to have it's awesome it's great okay time for one more question then Dom um which I've not asked in a while do you eat the canapes do I eat the canapes? No. Do you not? No, you don't. Really. Not at no. all, ever. Not if they were like little, like um, quarter pounder with cheeses, little, no? Well, see, I'm a celiac. So, uh, like, that's, that's one of the things, you know, I don't want to be eating something that could potentially have wheat in it. But also, oh. like, the reception is minor Liam's favorite part of the day. So, we're not going to be wasting it, like, you know, eating. <laughs> <laughs> we love the reception. It's when people are being people rather than there being like a, a, like a structure to the day. So, that's our favorite part. So, no, no, I never really considered to eat the canapes. Oh, because, that's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, great that was good I love it I love all the different answers I think that's awesome yeah it's awesome um awesome oh Dom we haven't got time we're running out of time but thank you so much for that you were you were brilliant so many great bits of information it's so interesting to hear all about you and about you both thank you it was awesome oh my pleasure thank you for inviting me Oh, it's an honor, honor to have you on here. It really is. Um, yeah, brilliant. Anyone who's listening whilst editing, I always say that, but there's not many, no weddings to edit at the moment, but people might be listening to this in like six months time, you know, going through the backlog. So yeah, if you are, um, head to thisreptage.com and I'll put loads of links to Dom's work and loads of her award-winning images and, and that specific reportage award that she spoke about um, in the piece as well. And oh, I hope I get to, I'll be seeing you in, if we if we can physically meet up, I guess it'll be in Doc day in March that'll be the next time I'll see you oh, second plug well done <laughs> <laughs> it's our show I could do that it's all right <laughs> yeah it's really good yeah no I cannot wait for doc day let's uh it's going to be a, a real celebration um and uh yeah 
got lots of time to work on the presentation as well, which is exciting. <laughs> you do, I guess. And it'll be great. I mean, I recently saw, I've seen you talk twice now. I think, yes, I was, I saw you at Nine Dots and uh, Elevate. Just Was it last month, Elevate? Or was it last uh, month? Yeah, March. Uh, yeah. Is it April? Yeah, March, yeah. <laughs> and you are, you are both brilliant. So I'm sure you're sure you'll be awesome at Doctor as well. So yeah, looking forward to seeing you both there. And hopefully sooner if possible. But yeah, it'd be great to I see hope you. so, Alan. Yeah, definitely. Go for a cider or something. Yes, always, always. Oh, awesome. Thanks so much, Darman. You stay safe. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the 26th episode of the This Reportage podcast. Really enjoyed chatting to Dom. Hope you enjoyed listening. We'll be having a Facebook Live with her within the next week or so where you'll be able to ask her anything about what you've heard her say in the episode today or just any questions at all. Keep an eye out on our social media channels for the exact time and date. Head to thisisreportage.com to see lots of examples of her work, links to the York Place Studios website and the specific reportage awards she talked about today too. We also have lots more episodes of the podcast already released with photographers such as Adam Johnson, Sitlali Rico, Anna Rowland, Sana de Block, Eve Sieppers, and many more. If you have a spare moment to leave us a review on your podcast service of choice, that would be massively appreciated. It's so lovely to know that you're enjoying them. And if you're not yet a member of this reportage, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 reportage award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts and more. Collection 15 of our awards is now open for entries. Deadline for submission is 2359 BST on 24th of May 2020. No poses, nothing staged. This is reportage. And this is bye for now. Mm-hmm.